Trigger warning. This podcast may include explicit content that will take you out of your comfort zone and make you question reality. Listener's discretion is advised. Hey, how you doing? Today we have a very awesome show. Heidi from the Unfiltered Rise podcast joins us to discuss growing up and breaking free from the Mormon cult also referred to as LDS. She will shine a light on the connection between Mormons and Masons and the similarities in their rituals, etc. Now, to find more from Heidi and the Unfiltered Rise podcast, you can click the link in the description of this episode. And I highly recommend everyone go and check out her show. It is amazing. And we are definitely kindred spirits. I hope you love this episode. There is also a link for the brand new Cosmic Merch and the link to check into room 237 on Patreon. And I highly recommend you also check out those links. But without further ado, let's jump right into the episode. podcasting and I didn't really want to label myself as any specific thing because I still for a time believed in like aliens and all this weird stuff yeah but like with anything as you get further into your journey and discover more and more and more stuff it leads you to kind of a pinnacle moment where you're like on the precipice of something huge Mm -hmm. and you're about to break through. And that was the Nephilim for me. And I loved your Nephilim series. Oh, well, I really appreciate that. You know, I, there's a lot of people out there who cover it and I'm just one of many. And I, I just love anybody who talks about it because I think it should be talked about more, but absolutely. I grew up in church. And so it wasn't an unfamiliar concept to me. But I just, you know, maybe I'm just proud or whatever. But as I started to get older, I told myself, well, it couldn't just be that simple. Right. That, you know, there's got to be more. There's got to be aliens and reptilians and all this stuff. And there's got to be truth behind all religions and this and that. And then you start kind of looking into the Nephilim and you realize that all those other religions kind of circle around worshiping these fallen ones and they'll call mm-hmm. them fallen ones I and agree. that they descended from the sky and all this yep. stuff and i'm like god could it really be that simple that it's all the same thing yeah yes. just yeah i thought that too for a long time i was like well that's not real because as a christian mormon we we are taught like you know spirits and stuff like we don't do all that and so they don't get into that. And, and, and I think they do, but I don't think the normal people are supposed to, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so I think they don't want you figuring it out. Like what happened to me? Cause then I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and then I that's was like, what mm-hmm. intrigues me about you yes. though. And that's why I wanted to get together because while you and I were both raised in 
pretty strictly religious households. My grandfather was a pastor and I grew up in church and my mom was really active and she led the choir and all that stuff. So right. Really. You were also raised in, in religion, but Christianity Mormonism is a mm-hmm. little bit different. And I yeah. don't know a lot. I mean, I did an episode on Warren Jeffs, but I still oh, don't yeah. know how encompassing it is. Like you were there. Yes. Tell yes. me, sister, what oh, was it like? I'll tell you. Are we jumping in? Should we do it? Or, or yeah, do I want to jump intro? in. I want to know okay. your. I want to know your story. I want to know everything, and then okay. Of course, before we go at the end of the episode, I want you to tell everybody where they can find your podcast sure, because sure. I think as two women who are very like minded on many subjects yes. and topics we should support each other because absolutely you know it's it's weird starting a podcast it's even weirder finding people who talk about the same topics as you do yes. it's even harder yes. to find females who are doing yeah. it yeah so i commend very you few. of course yes, yeah very, there's very so few, few. and yep, it's, i commend it's you weird you know mm-hmm. and if you do a pot like you talk to other females. Sometimes I'll run into them like at the store or somewhere. Cause I talk to everyone. People talk to me. I don't know. It's weird. I'll just be standing there. And my son's like, Oh, is that your friend from high school? I'm like, I don't know her. She started talking to me. And my Dude, son's like, I'm, you are so weird. <laughs> it's the same thing for me. I, the, <laughs> Oh my God. And dogs, people's dogs will their dogs and babies, not if they're two and above, but if they are under one years old, especially they're like, you're my other mom. And I'm like, no, no, no. Go over there. You know? Such a running joke in my family because oh I'm like, I can't go anywhere. I can't do anything because people want to stop and talk to me for like yep. really long periods of time sometimes. And I'm like, <laughs> you're like, I gotta go. <laughs> I got to go. Yeah. But I do feel, I do feel in a way that it was uh, maybe a divine appointment that we met that yes, night on Monday yes. night, Master Debaters. So I had awesome. never met you before. No. So, um, yeah, I just, I think it was written in the stars for us. So if you want to kind of give me like, what, what's sure. your storyline? What brought you here to this well, point? It was, so, um, I'm Heidi Love. For those that don't know me, I'm at the Unfiltered Rise. I started a podcast on accident and that is real. Like I sent Josh Monday a message on Spotify because I really like his podcast and I'm, I'm a podcast binger. And I was like, Hey, you do Christian stuff. This school is whacked. You should do an episode on it. And here's why he's like, well, why? And it was the high school musical high school that's here in Mm. Salt Lake where they filmed high school musical. And somebody had told me that work there, this school is haunted and it's, it's screwed up. And that's the paintings in here are terrifying. And I'm like, what do you mean terrifying? And so Josh Muddy, he's like, you're just Isaac Weishop that. And I said, well, I don't know. My brain just does that, but you should do an episode on it. And here's all the information. Here's the breakdown. Go do it. It's awesome. You know, uh, bye. And then he was like, wait, 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 no, 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 no. I don't live there. I can't come there you're in Utah. I don't know anything about Mormons. He's like, you do it. I'm like, no way. I'm not doing it. Like I was, I was like dorkified that he like sent me an audio message. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, it's my favorite podcast. And so 
I was just really stupid. He's like, just do it. I'm like, no, no, I don't know how. So what's going on with the school in Utah? It's so, got like devil paintings. Oh, no, really. There is actual devil dogs like humping in the school on, on the walls of a public. This is going to fall of a public school. And so I took these pictures and I was like, why is this in a public school? And then the funnier part was, is there like professional like pictures? Like they're not like some kid drew it and it was stupid. Like this is like reprints from an actual place. And the I couldn't even like I went there and I couldn't even believe it. Like it was like the cherry on top of everything because I'm a conspiracy theorist at heart and they were printed and I just looked at it and I went, huh? And they were printed in Sandy Hook, Connecticut. Oh, and my I, God. I was like, I was like, well, I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. I can't even. And Josh was like, just gloss over that because, you know, you can't touch it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the, it's a printing place there. We're not talking about the event that happened there. We're talking about the printing place. It was just very coincidental. Right. And so I was like, uh, this is crazy. So I did the episode with him and he said, hey. I think the school thing's great and that's fun and all. And it is straight up demonic. And there are pictures as close together as like these pictures all throughout the school, like everywhere. There's hundreds of photography pictures that are just like creepy. They are creepy. Of hellhounds? They're just like all kinds of weird, so many things like hellhounds, Buddha, weird um those scary tribal masks of dead people like crazy stuff oh the death masks not just death masks but the devil dogs were like some reprint recreation though there was one recreation that was like a 70s portrait that is clearly demonic with lizard people eating a spine of a person and doing sexual i mean it's like an orgy and it's in the middle of a high school and it's in utah this is in utah yeah, no. And this is like in Mormon, Utahville, USA. So I was like, what? And it was just so shocking. And then they had the Statue of Liberty covered in all the different world's flags, like really communistic stuff, like just crazy. It was literally too many things. I was like, oh my gosh. And when I left, you know, when you have the ick, like when you are around like spooky stuff and you're like drained and you get like, ugh that's how it was for two days and I just was like this school is like not okay so I did that episode but Josh said you mentioned about being a a Mormon and people want to know about that he's like we got a whole bunch of questions can you come back I'm like sure so I came back and told my Mormon story and then uh, he's like you got to come back again and so I came back again and he's like maybe you should just do a show (laughs) he's like (laughs) I'm getting too many questions I love having you on but like you can't come on constantly you know I mean because it Mm -hmm. it would get weird so um and I was like what I, I can't do a show he's like you you really could do a show and I'm like that's weird why would they want to hear some dumb Mormon mom from Utah I'm ex Mormon sometimes I do still say Mormon because I was Mormon forever. So did um, but, I guess yeah. I guess the way that I was introduced to Mormonism was from a show that everybody knows called Sister Wives. And yes, Sister Wives, yes. Dude, for those of you who haven't seen it, it is available <laughs> on Discovery Plus oh all my 18 gosh, it's seasons. So yeah, that, that's how I was introduced that to show it. And- is actually really um actually a step above polygamy and like 10 shades up because 
they're, they wear normal clothes. They do normal things. Um, so I don't know if you knew this or saw this, but I had an episode drop. My brother-in-law is Warren Jeff's nephew. So yeah, this is why I do a podcast because my life is stranger than fiction and I just don't need to make it up. I interviewed him. He talked about it. He wrote a book about it. Shout out to Isaac. Please go look at his book. It's called Isaac's Story on Amazon. I love to plug for him because he came on and that was really brave for him. Fundamentalists don't speak out. He's out and no longer a fundamentalist. They usually never speak out. They very rarely ever talk, which they just don't because they are really actually threatened. I mean, there's some real threats there. They own their own government people. They have their own God squad. They call it the God squad. They, they will send people after you. Um, yeah, it's a scary thing. And not only was he Warren Jeff's nephew, but he also, so Warren Jeff's dad is Rulon Jeff's. Hmm. He also married Rulon's granddaughter. So he's like double relate because that happens there. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. I've heard about that. Yeah. yeah. So Man, he came Rulon on. Jeff's yeah. was this ghosting he was a lot nicer than uh warren warren i was know but it worse. was yeah the thing the, the the only way reason i say that about rulon is because so he was like ways. what 70 or 80 still marrying yeah, he was like old old 15, man 14 yep. year olds but warren he was Jeff really was like a demon straight up yeah Rulon Jeffs would not marry the girls uh, until they were 18 when he okay, was 18. In. Um, all right. All so, right. Which all was right. nice. And I only come to his defense in one reason, because my brother-in-law told me when it was him that was in charge, life was very different and it was way better. Do they still have choice? Uh, they still call it like, this is how he got married. They called him up and said, God told us you're going to marry my granddaughter. Um, and he said, Oh, and like, they've never even kissed a girl, held a hand, nothing. They're like the purest nun type people or priest, whichever way you want to go. And he said, okay, I think so. Let me pray about it. And he said, you have till 7 PM and they got married at 7 PM. That's how Ooh. they get married. Yes. It's very fast and they don't know anything. They're scared. Like they've never, unless they're already married there's some men that have lots of wives and then it's just the girl that's scared. But in his case, both of them had never been married. So they were both like, Oh my gosh, you know, this is crazy. What do we do? And so it was just a lot. He, I mean, he said he had a really happy life there when it was Rulon, but like Warren Jeffs basically ruined his life. They took his family away. He's still estranged from his daughter. Um, he, his story it's out on my stuff. It's a, one of my main ones that got a lot of hits. It's, it's kind of heart jerking. Like I, it's really actually really sad. And there's more, even more in the book. So, um, he was really, did he have sister wives? Yeah, he had, so he was married to two women. And, um, so he went to settle Texas. Do you know about the new Zion in Texas? Yes, the new okay. Zion. So yes. he went because he was Warren Jeff's right-hand man. You have to understand Isaac was in line to be the prophet. So Isaac was a steed and it was even in all Warren Jeff's, they wouldn't even give his kids back from CPS when they came in and swooped all the kids because he had already been out for a long time, but his name was written as the next prophet in the journals. So they wouldn't give him his kids. And so that's how in line he was, but he dared to question Warren. He won't tell me about what I assume it's about the age of girls because he is a very good man. And I don't think he would ever have any part of that. Both his wives were over 18 and, um, 
you know, he was a kid too when they got married. Like, I think he was mm-hmm. 20 and she was 18 or something. It was very normal, you know? Um, and so anyway, he was there with Warren and said something. He said, he didn't even really tell me too much. He just said, you need to go report to the council back in Utah. He said, I had already worked 22 hours that day, labor intensive work. And then they sent me on a drive clear from Texas to Utah. And when I got home, my whole family was gone and my house. Whoa. Yep. They took his wife, both wives away. They took his children away. They relocated him, and he never saw him again for seven years. Yeah. Wow. It was really bad. Were you raised with multiple mothers or did you ever want sister wives or anything like that? Um, I'm mainstream Mormonism, so they don't believe in polygamy, mainstream Mormons. Um, but I almost feel like, so the, the fundamentalists or the fundies, we call them fundies, they stay true to the book of Mormon, but the mainstream Mormon church is the one that you hear about on TV. You see their president, you see their temples, you see everything because the fundamentalists were kind of they're excommunicated out of the mainstream church because they, they were no longer approved to do polygamy because they weren't going to grant Utah statehood. So the president of the church had to come down and say like, okay, I had a revelation that we're not going to do that anymore. And so this is when the church branched off. There were two separate branches off, which the first one was when Joseph Smith died, there was a big go for the next person in line. Originally, everybody thought it would go to his son, Joseph Smith, the third, because he is already junior, um, just regular Joseph Smith that started the church. And everyone thought it would be his son, but Brigham Young stepped up and a lot of people want to go with Brigham and his son started the reorganized church. They don't believe in polygamy at all. And then Brigham Young started with polygamists and he went to Utah and then they stayed polygamists until they were threatened with their statehood. And they were threatened by an army and a militia. Basically they were going to go to war. And so he was like, uh, JK, not Brigham. Brigham was gone by then, but the, the next church authority said, no, we're not doing this anymore. We'll stop. And they kind of kept it under the rug for a little while, but then they said, no, really, you guys got to stop, you know? And so they, they did stop. And I was part of that church. My family were polygamy back in like the olden days, like the people that settled the area. My DNA says Mormon Utah settler. Like I can't even get away from it. No, you're joking. It's so true. No, no. I was dumb enough to do the spit thing. I didn't know. I was very normal then. I did I the spit thing too. Yeah. I did it too because I, I was, you know, before I had <laughs> gotten really didn't know. Far How my... would we know? Yeah. Yeah. And I just, before I had gotten really deep down the rabbit hole, I thought it was just like a cool thing where you can discover if you have like long lo- lost ancestors yeah, and like all this, you I know, thought. cool stuff. And really mm-hmm. it's just a big uh, wool over your eyes to, to do some covert shit with your dna but i actually i actually don't think that i actually think they don't care about our dna to um recreate us or clone us they can do that they've been doing that clone aids done that since 1993 was the first child that they admitted that they cloned i think they're looking for something i think they're looking for the nephilim dna that no, that's that's the only yeah. thing i think they're mm-hmm. doing with yep. it I think yep. that they just want to see who is a carrier of, of specific yep. genomes. 
I yep, don't, I agree. And, you know, they do, they do use it to solve cold case crimes and shit like yeah, that. But yeah. I mean, it's a Trojan horse. You, you yep. feel like you're doing something cool and, oh, maybe one day my DNA will be the one that solves a Zodiac killer case yeah. or something, you know, <laughs> but yeah. it's just, it's not, that's not why they don't care <laughs> if, you know, you no. find out who your great 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 grandmother was they don't fucking care about any of that nope. they're just using they it and you're pretty much selling it to them because you're buying the kit mm-hmm. you sign all the consent forms yeah. you're not reading the fine print on that shit i promise nobody you cares not. i didn't i definitely no didn't. you're just speeding yeah. past it like yes 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 next yeah. next sign here okay spit in the cup let's go yeah, but I was like, oh, oh, I want to see where my heritage is from, even though I was yeah. like, you're so stupid. My grandma did our genealogy back to Eve, I think. I don't know, but it's really far. Mormons are crazy about genealogy. So and I I mean, back then, whatever. But like now I look at it and I'm like, Ugh. but then I think same thing with like technology. I'm like, eh, they know everything anyway. I was going to ask you something, but before I do, I should say you no longer consider yourself to belong to Mormonism, religion, or nothing like that. Nope. I am actually Um, what is called an apostate, and that means that I went the full way. So I I took out my temple recommend. I went through their temple ceremonies. I speak out about them, which very few, most Mormon podcasts will go so far. And then they'll say, this is sacred. We're not doing that. Even like really big up Mormon podcasts. They'll say, oh, no, no, I'm not. Even like Delin won't talk about it. He's like, no, it's not good. So he he's like, it, it's sacred to them. I don't give a shit what's sacred to you people. You lied to me and told me that I was going to heaven while I was doing Freemason OTO stuff. Oh, yeah. We're just getting to the good part. Head on over to the Cosmic Peach Patreon and make your reservation to room 237 to enjoy the rest of this episode. Not sure how to get there? Simply scroll down to the description of this episode and click the link. Or go to patreon.com slash cosmicpeachpodcast. There is also a Patreon app if you're interested. What's in room 237? Well, thanks for asking, Danny. But a great caretaker never reveals their secrets. See for yourself and uncover bonus content, extended versions of episodes, Patreon-exclusive 10% off code for all merch, early access to every single episode, sneak peeks or behind-the-scenes content, and whatever else I'm in the mood for. There are plenty of amenities to enjoy while you are checked in to room 237. Take a trip up the Sidewinder and stay a while. You can check out anytime you'd like, but you can never leave. (laughs) Just kidding. Thank you in advance for supporting the show, and I can't wait to see you over there.